Welcome to Australian Hiker. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage. This is episode 31 of the Australian Hiker Podcast. This is part two of Water on the Trail, and today's episode, we're going to talk about filtration. Recently, we talked about how to carry water and how much water we should be carrying in episode 29, but that's really only half the equation. Uh, Drinking water or drinking good quality water is essential to our health. And while we expect that in Western countries that drinking from streams and rivers and ponds is going to be fairly clean water, this is not always the case. Uh, And to give you an example of that is um, while the water we may be drinking or collecting from our water source might appear to be clean, we just don't really know what's happened upstream from that. Has has a cow died in the water upriver? And I've actually seen that in a a flood. Uh, Have... uh, um, has there been a, an effluent uh, overflow from the local water sewerage works? Um, and is it a farming community? And are there a lot of chemicals ending up in the water stream that you're going through and drinking of? And these are all things that can and have occurred on a sort of semi-regular basis. I've also done a fair bit of travelling overseas uh, and travelling through India a few years ago. I managed to pick up a case of Giardia that took me six weeks on a fairly strong course of antibiotics to get rid of. And that's an experience I never want to repeat. Don't be fooled here. Giardia exists in Australia, and there have even been outbreaks in in town water sources. So as a result, I tend to be fairly cautious, um, in fact, extremely cautious, when collecting water on the trail. And no matter how clear the water source may appear, I will always use some form of water treatment. So the water treatment we're going to be talking about today relate to a range of water filters. And when we talk about filtration, what we're actually meaning is some sort of mechanism that's going to remove or disable impurities uh, through the use of uh, a fine physical barrier, a, a chemical or a biological process. And the aim is to get the water to a specified water quality Um, and this is quite important um, and something to uh, uh, consider when you're choosing the option that's right for you. So there are a range of common forms of water purification and for hiking they fall into the following categories. UV light. These devices purify water through an ultraviolet light which kills pathogens, including viruses. An example of this is the SteriPen. Gravity filters. These filters use gravity, uh, as the name suggests, to force water through a filter. Uh, An example of this is the Platypus Gravity Works. There are pumps, uh, which are filters that clean water by pumping the water through a fine filter that traps most but perhaps not all microbes. 
examples include MSR Guardian or MSR Trail Shot. You can use chemicals in liquid or tablet form uh, and the chemicals will kill living organisms in the water. Examples include Aquamira water treatment drops. Then there are straw filters which pass water through a filtration that treats the water as you drink and an example is the Soya Mini. Now with so many different options available is one better than the other and which one should you use? Now the first type of water filtration that we're going to go through and look at is UV light. As Jill mentioned, the, the most common, or in fact really the only, only brand on the market for hiking these days is SteriPen, which has been around for quite a few years. And uh, it was voted in America as one of the, the top 10 gadgets of all times uh, in, in a recent poll. These purifiers, um, their, their main claim to fame is that they kill viruses, unlike most other types of purification processes. And viruses really don't tend to be an issue in most Western countries. However, if you're traveling through some of the parts of Asia uh, or South America, where the water quality can be pretty poor, this is more of a consideration. These uh, devices uh, operate by frying the viruses so that they can't reproduce. Uh, so the SteriPen, uh, as I said, really is the only one that fits into this, uh, this category for hiking purposes. And it has been around for a number of years in a number of different forms. Most hikers that have been using these for a while will be familiar with the battery-operated models um, that you replace, but there's also now a rechargeable option as well. It's a bit dearer, but this means that uh, while you're recharging a lot of your other equipment, you can also be recharging your, uh, your water filtration unit as well. Essentially, with the SteriPens, you just dip the UV component of the pen into the water, uh, so it's not really suitable for using with bladders. Wait until the warning light goes off and hey presto, your water is treated. Now I must admit, I tend to be a bit sceptical, I suppose. It's almost a bit like magic. You know, you think, oh, it's, wor <laughs> it's worked, but how has it worked? I'm not quite convinced. So as a result, I always tend to double treat when I am using a SteriPen. Even though it says to use, uh, uh, to treat one litre for a certain period of time, I'll go through and do it again, just to make sure to be on the safe side. As I said, I've had Giada in the past. I really do not want it again. Now, despite what Tim thinks, it's not magic. It's science. It does work. Um, and it actually works quite well, I think. The advantages of this type of water for purification is it kills all forms of pathogens, including viruses. The units are relatively lightweight and compact. And it also works as a weak torch if you're really desperate. There are some disadvantages, and there's a few of them. Uh, they don't filter out solid particulates. So if you've got a lot of gunge and muck and mud in the water, you're still stuck with those. They're slow to sterilize. So one litre takes around about 90 seconds. So this really tends to limit them to single use. You're not going to be using one of these devices to clean water for a group of five or six people. You'll have virtually have someone there all day just filtering water. They can be easily damaged if you're rough with them. Uh, but if you look after them, you'll have no issue. And certainly the one, my SteriPen that I've had, we've had for about three and a half years. It, it's, quite, it's lasted quite well. Works only with bottles. Um, so if you're using a bladder, uh, you'll need to 
purify your water in a bottle and then pour it into the bladder. So it creates a bit of double handling. You can also run the risk of cross-contamination if you're not careful. And what I mean by cross-contamination is you, if you're collecting your water in a bottle, you're putting your SteriPen in and cleaning the, uh, or uh, killing all the viruses and all the, all the bacteria and everything else in there, and you then leave a, a fair amount of water around the rim or on the lid, um, you run the risk of putting contaminated water back into uh, the treated water source. So you do need to be careful in this instance. Um, the battery also isn't a common size. So if you uh, are taking the battery operated model uh, and doing a long overseas trip, it's worthwhile taking some spares. They do last quite a while, but I, I'm not game to not have a set of spares just in case. Uh, and as, as mentioned, it almost seems a bit like magic. So while the light, the UV light's quite noticeable in, uh, in poor light or at night time, it's very hard to see that it's actually working during the day. You just have to take it on trust. So the best use for this, uh, this type of uh, filtration or this type of purification is really overseas travel where the water quality is doubtful. It's also good for single users or for couples. Now the next type of filter we're going to look at is the gravity filter. There are a number of uh, different ones that are available, um, produced by different companies such as Platypus, Sawyer and MSR. Now as the name suggests, these filters work by gravity. That's another bit of science, Tim, that you might want to know about. <laughs> uh, they are simple to operate. All you have to do is uh, hang the dirty water bag up high um, for example, in a tree or on a high rock or hold it up uh, if there's no other choice and let gravity uh, do the work. The bags are clearly marked uh, as clean and dirty so that you don't confuse which one is the mucky water. The Platypus Gravity Works is one of the best known options uh, in this category and comes in either a 2 or 4 litre capacity. The 2 litre system will take just under 2 minutes to filter depending on the water quality. Um, so that's a pretty quick way to filter your water and a very convenient way in terms of being able to hang it up and potentially just walk it away, walk away for a moment. So the advantages of gravity filters uh, are that they remove most pathogens um, it also filters out the chunky bits. <laughs> That's a favourite phase of Tim's. Um, they're very easy to use and they're relatively quick, uh, filtering larger volumes of water. Uh, so great for large groups. The disadvantages are that you can't capture, uh, you can't filter out viruses. Uh, the dirty water bag can be difficult to seal shut uh, particularly as it ages um, and also they're not really cheap so around $220 Australian. But having said that though again when you compare them to the price of the SteriPens they're in that same sort of region as far as price is concerned. So the gravity filters because of the volumes that they uh, enable you to filter and quite quickly that means they're good for groups larger than two um, and uh, we've purchased one for a, um, a trek that we're going to do later in the year with three people. And I must admit, I, um, I'm becoming 
um, a bit more um, enamored with this sort of filter um, over over the since we've used it. I think um, it's one of those sort of things where it's it's easy to do. Um, it's easy to fill fill uh, or filter large quantities of water, and the actual uh, filtration setup is not really that heavy. So it's um, uh, you know particularly in the hotter months when you, when I drink a lot of water, it's not actually a bad option even as a solo hiker. Now we're going to go through and look at pumps, uh, and quite literally, these are the big boys of the water treatment world. They've been around for in one form or another for quite a few years. And basically, as the name suggests, they physically pump water through a filtration system that will physically trap most of the waterborne nasties. But they do rely on muscle action to go through uh, and, and do this, uh, so you are getting a bit of workout. They're great for large groups, but they can be overkill otherwise. Um, uh, and this is where a fairly new release on the market, the MSR Trail Shot, is a smaller compact sort of pump. Uh, there can be a stripped back version of its bigger brothers and it is great for solo hikers. Again, I've got reasonably strong sort of arms. I find that if I'm drinking from it from a stream, uh, it works quite well. You just get the water to pump through uh, and once, it's, once you're drinking from it, you don't have to continue pump. It'll just keep on sucking like a siphon. Uh, but certainly if you're filling up a water bottle or a bladder, it's going to work. give your arm a bit of a workout. The advantages of these tends to be that it remove, removes most pathogens. Again, it filters out the chunky bits, as Jill said. It's easy to use. That's a really mm. terrible phrase, I have to say. <laughs> what we actually mean is plant debris, you know, bits, bits of twig, bits of leaves, and maybe a bit of animal debris, but, you know... Not, not, not really chunky. <laughs> uh, and it's also relatively quick with filtering large volumes of water. So particularly with the bigger pumps, it's great for larger groups. Disadvantages, like uh, most pumps, don't deal with viruses. And the exception here is the MSR Guardian Purifier, which is the exception. They take a bit of physical effort to work. They range from the relatively cheap, the MSR uh, Trail Shot is under $100, to the Mortgage the House with the MSR Guardian Purifier at around $600. Uh, on the heavy side, uh, so the MFR, MSR Trail Shot is, is relatively light, but some of the heavy units can be up to around about five or 600 grams. But again, if you're dealing with a large group, that's not too bad. Um, they're good for natural water sources, but not so good for dealing with getting water out of a sealed tank. So again, Larapenta Trail we did last year, your water most of the time is going to be coming out of water tanks, so these types of filtration units aren't particularly useful for that. They can also be fiddly. They've got a lot of pieces and they need maintaining over a period, but they will last if you look after them. The best uses for pumps tends to be for bigger groups. Uh, if you're travelling internationally where the water is really dodgy and you've got concern about viruses, it's worthwhile spending the money on an MSA Guardian water purifier. Otherwise, something like the trail shot is a good option for the, the small groups of the solo hikers. Now we're going to look at chemicals. Now, using chemicals to treat water is by far the lightest uh, option. So particularly if you're an ultralight hiker, this is a good way to go. In this category, I've got a choice of either tablets, such as the Catadine MicroPure Fort, uh, and also from Catadine, the MicroPure Liquid Purifier. There's also other companies such as Aquamira 
which also are well known, but they tend to be a bit hard to find in Australia. Um, so the, the hiking and camping stores tend to deal with the Catadine brand. Both these options rely on treating water with a chemical agent. Uh, and again, don't filter out the chunky bits, uh, but they do provide drinkable water. And once you've treated it, the water is drinkable for up to six months. I find the tablets are easy to use. You just add one tablet per liter and wait 30 minutes before drinking. Now, this will deal with viruses and bacteria, but if you're trying to make sure you kill off Giardia and other, uh, other um, uh, parasitic type organisms such like, uh, like that, you need to wait for about two hours. So as an example, if you're drinking four liters of water a day, a packet of 100 tablets will last you for 25 days. Now, for people like me that are paranoid about Giardia, this means that I would need to actually work with two bladders, drinking from, from one while the other is treating and killing off for a couple of hours. I just find I prefer the tablets more so than the drops. Again, it's a bit fiddly. It's one drop per litre. I just rather know that I've taken a tablet out, I've put one tablet into one litre bottle or three tablets into my bladder, and I know that's dealt with. You can also buy water purification tablets from larger chemists and the pricing is often more competitive than from the outdoor stores. So it's worthwhile checking. Uh, your store, local chemist may not carry it, but it is a product that most of them will, will have in stock. The advantage with the chemicals, it kills all forms of pathogens, including viruses. They're very lightweight. Um, they're fairly inexpensive, so as an example, the, the tablets work out at 40 cents per tablet. But over a number of years, this can actually add up. So if you're filtering a 1,000 litres of water in a year, uh, that's going to cost you $400 worth of tablets. Uh, so um, you know, if that's the sort of quantity you're dealing with, it can be quite expensive. And that starts making the pumps look quite effective in price. Uh, they're also very easy to use. It really, as long as you can count and add the required number of tablets or drops, uh, it's pretty simple. Disadvantages, as per a lot of the other things we've talked about so far, they don't deal with the solids. Um, it can be very healthy to drink, uh, so it'll actually create water that's healthy to drink, but may not look necessarily clean. If you are concerned about Giardia, you're going to need to wait two hours between drinks. And the other thing is, do I really need to add chemicals to my drinking water? You know, is there a better way to add, add, add in some chemicals? Some people also have an issue with taste. It's not something I tend to really think about, and it's not something I notice, but it does seem to bother some people. So this is good as a backup option, and it's good for the weight-conscious ultralight hikers. So now we're going to talk about personal filters and this is a funny category and uh, probably a little bit of an artificial uh, label for them. It just seemed that it was the best name for a range of filters that includes the Life Straw, the Catadine Bee Free and the Soya Mini Filter. While all of these filters can be used to filter water for more than one person, they're probably best used for uh, single hikers um, and what you often find is that if a hiker has one of these they tend not to share isn't that Tim? That's about right. Yeah. 
The life straw is very much a personal ownership type of object and designed to drink water directly from the source through what can only be described as a large thick straw. Uh, this op option obviously works well in areas where there is water everywhere and you can pretty much stop and drink as much as you like when you want. And a good example of this is probably the Overland Track in Tasmania where um, with the very rare exceptions in some years, you can't really go any more than about 20 or 30 metres without going past a water puddle or, or a, a pond or a stream or a lake of some sort. It was originally designed for third world use to provide safe drinking water, but it's not so good for those hikes where you may not have water for 20 kilometres or more and you need to carry water with you unless you feel like drinking through the life straw out of a hydration bladder, which I think would just be really awkward. <laughs> the Catadine Bee Free is the, the next step on from the life straw. You fill up a flexible 600ml water bottle that comes with the unit uh, and screw on the filtration unit as the cap. This option doesn't involve you getting your face within a few inches of the water source, like the life straw, but given its capacity, it also relies on frequent guaranteed sources of water. There are other brands that do similar things, uh, but the flexible bag and the weight of this product makes for a great backup if you want one. And I think with these, this is a fairly new, the, the Catadine Be Free is a fairly new product on the market. Um, and I must admit, I've, I've had a play and a bit of a, a use of the one we've got. And, um, you know, it's a nice, soft, flexible bag. You would need to be careful with it. I mean, I've broken hard Nalgene-type water bottles, uh, so it would be very easy to burst this if you stepped on it accidentally. Uh, but it's, as, as Jill said, it's a good thing you can roll up, you can use it and carry it with you. So if you're, as an example, if you're using a hydration bladder, uh, but you just want to go for a short walk and leave your pack back at the camp and take some water with you, this is a good option. So the next one we're going to talk about is the Soya Mini Filter, uh, which is quite a versatile unit in that it comes with a straw that allows you to use it in the same way as the life straw. Uh, you can also use it with a 500ml flexible bag uh, that you can squeeze water through either directly um, into another water reservoir such as a bottle or bladder. Uh, but you need to take care with this one. Um, as the seal is not quite right, it just doesn't fit so well um, and you want to ensure that any leakage doesn't contaminate your clean water source or go straight into your mouth, which obviously defeats the purpose of filtering in the first place. Now, we, we've sort of had a bit of a, a jury rig on our unit. Uh, we tend not to use the small 500-litre flexible bag that comes with the uh, the Sawyer Mini. Instead, we use a, a one-litre flexible platypus water bottle. Uh, it's just much easier to work with when you're going through and filling up um, uh, three-litre hydration bladders, which is what we tend to use. Uh, now, the Sawyer Mini is Tim's um, current preference. Um, and certainly the preference of lots of ultralight um, uh, hikers. Tim has his in line with his water bladder, uh, which means that uh, he tops up the bladder and then he can drink straight from the drinking tube of the bladder. That does mean that he doesn't get to share his water 
um, unless you go up to him and suck hard on his drinking tube. Uh, Putting the unit in line does make drawing water from the bladder a bit harder. Um, I certainly think so, and that's why I don't do it. Um, But particularly when you've filled it first thing in the morning, um, and it's very easy to use. Now, we talked about um, using hydration bladders as a as a form of carrying water. And, and, and for me, I, I don't know, I, I just like having quick access to water on a regular basis. So I find in the past when I've used bottles, I just tend not to get them out and drink off from them very often. So with bottles, I'll drink probably the same amount of water, maybe not quite as much, but I'll do it in large quantities. Where drinking from a hydration bladder, I'll drink small amounts of water more regularly, so I never really get thirsty throughout the day. Yeah, I think my my preference is always to drink from um, a bottle um, rather than the the bladder. But I do use the bladder, and I do think that having the soya mini in line does create a little bit more fi- friction that certainly discra- discourages me from drinking as often as I should. So the advantages of these personal filters uh, are that they tend to be cheap. They're all well under $100 Australian. Uh, They filter out most pathogens, but obviously not viruses. Uh, They do filter out the the chunky bits. They're very easy to use. And you can drink from your water source immediately without waiting. Disadvantages are that, uh, as I mentioned, don't kill the viruses. Care is needed to avoid cross-contamination with some of these units. And I think mostly they're probably best for personal use and certainly not really good for groups. The Life Straw and Catadine Bee Free and the Soya Mini when drinking straight from the source rely on having very regular water sources and again that's i mean it's i know it's something that a lot of north americans tend to do but there's just nothing that annoys me more than having to sort of get within about eight or nine inches of the water source and drink while you're down on your hands and knees it's just not comfortable so it's um while they're very effective water filters in using used in that way it's just not my personal choice I think in practice you don't tend to drink as much water with these units um, because of that, um, and this can be a bit of an issue on hot days. And if and if you don't have access to very regular water sources, um, and I've done a number of hikes like that, uh, where you do have to carry fairly large quantities of water because you're not going to see any for a day and a half, um, it's uh, it you know it's not very effective in those sort of situations. So it's it's really horses for courses. So the best uses for these types of filters are they're good for individuals who want to travel light. Uh, The Catadine B-Free is a great backup option or for those who don't like water bladders and know for sure that the trail is either short or that water is guaranteed. There's a few other things you need to know in relation to water filtering. The first one is pre-filtering. Now, depending on the quality of the water source, you may need to get rid of all the chunky bits and pieces of, of debris and dirt and mud out of the out of the water. And you can actually buy pre-filters uh, from uh, the hiking stores, or you can just go through and use a buff um, as a bit of a a barrier to trap all the solids. 
So this again makes that makes for a fairly versatile piece of equipment. Um, cross contamination, as we've mentioned, you want to make sure that however you're filtering your water, you're not going through and pouring dirty water into your water source uh, or into your mouth as you're going through and drinking. Otherwise, it just just defeats the purpose of what you're doing. And and this is. In, in, with the exception of probably the chemicals, this is a potentially an option where you're tipping things up into your face. Um, not so much with something like the Life Straw or the Soya Mini when you're drinking from a stream because you're, you're getting water, drawing water uphill. And the other thing you need to be aware of is we've talked about chemicals or physical, physical devices to go through and uh, purify water. But one of the other options you can use, and one that was used for many years, is just boil the water. Now, if you boil the water for approximately one minute with a good solid boil, this will kill all pathogens. Uh, and, but this works well at the end of the day. But if, I've had days, um, uh, and I use it as an example, uh, the centenary trail hike that I did uh, in January this year, where I drank eight litres of water in a day. I don't want to be boiling eight liters of water and either carrying that amount or stopping and having to boil water every time I drink. So, but boiling water is an option that can be used. Um, if you're at altitudes of over 2000 meters, you need to boil the water for about three minutes. And basically because this is, this is the reason for this is that um, the temperature water boils at as you go up in altitude reduces. So it's not just a matter of about physically boiling it, it's actually taking it to a particular temperature. Okay, so we've gone through and talked about all these different types of water filters and water options. Uh, and what this really amounts to is that there really is no perfect solution for filtering water. Um, people will always have favorites, and for me it really is the Soya Mini but it's not as easy as an example with a soy mini to try and clean up enough water or get water into a cooking pot at the end of the day or into a cup for a cup of coffee uh, it's doable but it's fiddly so um, really what you've got to try and think of is um, uh, you've got to base your decision on what's the water quality like are there likely to be viruses uh, what, what sort of water sources have you got access to? Is it natural or is it a water tank? Uh, the cost of the treatment, the weight, and the ease of use. Uh, and last but not least, um, the risk in drinking untreated water. Because I know there are a fair number of hikers out there who don't treat water uh, either at any stage or very often. And that's, that's really a personal choice. But as I said, having had... Um, having had food poisoning a couple of times in South America, uh, in fact, three times on one particular trip, uh, and also having had Giardia traveling through India, it is another experience I want to repeat again. I really would rather be safe than sorry. Look, I think there's something uh, a little bit practical here. When I um, go out of town for um, work in particular, um, but also for uh, pleasure and, and holidays and so on and I'm staying in even in a hotel I'll actually boil the water and cool the water and use that water to drink and it's not so much that I don't trust the quality of the water it's just that I'm in a different place and if I've got some things to do I don't want the 
acclimatizing to a different water source to impact why I'm there and what I'm going to be doing while I'm there. So, you know, there's something a little bit basic and a little bit practical um, about making sure that, you know, your water's clear. Otherwise, potentially it can interfere with uh, your enjoyment on the trip. All right. So currently, uh, just to give you an idea, for solo hiking or hiking as a couple, I prefer to use the Sawyer uh, Mini Inline uh, with my hydration bladder. But I'll also carry a small number of MicroPer tablets as an emergency backup, just in case. Um, Jill, on the other hand, she also uses a Sawyer Mini, but she uses it in the squeeze form where she'll uh, actually uh, have the, fil- the, the Mini attached to a... Um, uh, a filtration or a, a, a bladder uh, and filter the water into her uh, hydration bladder or cup or bottle. And that works well for us traveling as a couple. And again, with uh, with the MicroPad tablets as a backup. Um, one of the reasons we did buy the Gravity Works um, was that we've actually got a trip coming up with three of us traveling. And it just makes sense to when, you, when, you, when you're going through and doing water, particularly for midsummer when this trip is, uh, that we want to um, want to make sure that it's easy to go through and filter water, and as mentioned before, I think um, I'm liking the Gravity Works uh, m- uh, more and more as I use it, and, and I may look at um, transferring over to this as my main water source. But I'll see how I go. Okay, that's all for today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this discussion on water filtration. And I hope it's given you a bit of food for thought about what possibility that you might look for using and cleaning your water. Or in fact, even if you want to bother to filter your water, really the choice is up to you. But think very carefully about when you do and don't filter your water. As usual, uh, um, this episode can be downloaded from our website through SoundCloud through iTunes and through Stitcher Radio. And if you have the opportunity, please go through and rate us on iTunes to help make the uh, the podcast easier to find. Next week's episode is the uh, bonus episode for July, uh, and that will be an interview with Joe from Joe's Base Camp uh, on getting ready for uh, or getting fit for, for doing uh, the longer uh, longer hikes or longer adventures and that's actually been a quite interesting talk uh, we had a lot of uh, uh, I really found it quite interesting just recording it and I think you'll find it interesting listening to it that's all from now I hope you've enjoyed that this week and uh, we look forward to bringing you the show next week bye for now and bye for me <laughs>